You've put pen to paper a letter to Mr. Wilkinson asking that he waive some uh, confidentiality uh, concerning the previous government's uh, documentations around money laundering. Why? There's a convention in place that prevents us from accessing, a convention that we respect, that prevents us from accessing the cabinet documents of the previous government. Uh, This could be briefing notes, uh, presentations, reports prepared by third-party business firms like Ernst & Young and others. Uh, and uh, that convention stops us from accessing that information. What I've written to Mr. Wilkinson to ask is, uh, is first of all, to assure him that we would keep uh, whatever documents uh, we were able to access confidential, and uh, in that context, would he consent to us accessing any documents that were produced, any reports or briefing notes for the previous government um, around money laundering? And the reason for us wanting this information is we're moving into uh, the second part of the Peter German uh, casino uh, work that he did, uh, and we're doing a lot of policy work, we're doing a lot of, uh, of drafting of regulations and laws, and if there was research or work that was done for the previous government, we don't want to replicate that work, we don't want to duplicate it, uh, we'd like to use it uh, to inform the work that we're doing right now, and so we're asking uh, that they release that. Uh, there may be nothing, frankly, and, and, uh, and personally, I suspect actually that there is very little uh, but Rich Coleman was in the media, and he said that they did everything they could to stop money laundering. Uh, and if that's the case, if there are reports, if there are briefing notes, if there's research, if there's draft legislation, we'd like to access it in order to speed our work along. From your perspective, is there any reason the Liberals would say no to this request? Um, well, personally, uh, I, I think they would worry about uh, about us using it, about the new government uh, using it politically. Uh, to hurt the Liberals. Certainly their record on this file was very poor, in my opinion, again. Uh, but in order to uh, to uh, provide them with some sort of assurance around that, uh, we've agreed or we've suggested that we would keep all those documents confidential. Uh, and, uh, and, and in that context, I can't see why they wouldn't uh, allow us to access that information. Is there any politics at play here, Dave? I'm already seeing Twitter reaction to the letter going out to uh, some people saying, oh, you put them in, the, in, a, in an interesting political situation. If they say no, it looks like they're hiding things. It's a brilliant political move. Did that factor into this at all or no? Well, there, I mean, certainly there are politics around this file. I think that uh, from my perspective, their government did a very bad job of handling money laundering. Uh, Rich Coleman has been in the media saying, uh, in fact, they did everything possible. But regardless of those politics, um, we really want to access uh, any uh, research or work that was done uh, for the previous administration so we can use it to inform our work as we reform this to ensure British Columbians can have confidence in our gaming system. Any idea of how fast you want uh, Mr. Wilkinson to get back to you with a yes-no, maybe so? Uh, It'd be great if he got back uh, as soon as possible. Um, But uh, I will note that we've asked for other reports to be released that were cabinet confidence, uh, a liquor report. Uh, and uh, and uh, a report related to ICBC, and we've never received consent. Uh, the big distinction, though, between those reports and these is that in those, we wanted them released to the public, uh, and these ones we've agreed to keep confidential. All right, Dave, uh, just switching topics here, I want to talk a little bit about uh, yesterday's ICBC announcement. One of the nuances in the ICBC changes announced yesterday is it's it looks at cost savings in, in today's system, uh, but when we look at a rate change, Dave, is, is that going to reframe this whole... Uh, you know, good drivers pay less, bad drivers pay more thing? Yeah, so uh, if if the changes that we proposed yesterday were in place today, uh, two-thirds of drivers would see a reduction in, in their insurance rate or uh, or basically no impact at all. Uh, and the vast majority of drivers would see a slight shift in less than $50 in either direction. Um, this is really um, about uh, the people at the extreme ends. 
this is about people who are driving uh, recklessly uh, or who are, have uh, multi-year safe driving records who haven't been adequately recognized for their safe driving habits. And those are the people who are going to see an impact regardless of any rate change that's coming in, uh, in uh, uh, December. Uh, ICBC is going to the Utilities Commission uh, for a rate hearing. And our goals around ICBC have been really clear, which is to get these uh, rate increases as low as we can and, and ultimately uh, eliminate and, and, uh, and in some hopeful future day uh, have rate decreases potentially for British Columbians based on the savings that we're trying to generate right now through the major reforms we're doing. Um, this reform uh, that we announced yesterday um, is, is uh, basically going to make the biggest difference to, uh, to the groups of very safe drivers and the very reckless drivers who are going to notice the biggest impacts. But if we if rates go up by a significant amount, we don't know what those numbers are, but we do know ICBC is in, in a bit of a fiscal hole, so one assumes they're going to be uh, somewhat significant. If those rates go up by a significant amount, uh, will in fact, even with those savings, will some drivers not pay more even if they're driving well uh, compared to what they're paying today to what they could pay, say, in, in 2020? Yeah, so with the, with the rate increase uh, scenario, uh, which is very likely, obviously, for ICBC uh, in December, uh, what drivers are going to see is that their insurance rates are going to, regardless of the rate increase, more closely reflect their personal driving history. Um, And for example, uh, if you uh, are loaning out your car to somebody and they cause an accident, that will affect the person who caused the accident, will affect their insurance, it will not affect your insurance as the owner of the vehicle. So what we've done is we've really tailored insurance closer to the actual driver. Uh, I uh, have never (laughs) promised and could not promise uh, to British Columbians, given the state of ICBC that we inherited, that they would not see uh, rate increases. The rate increases that we were looking at were in the neighborhood of 30%. What I promised is we would not do 30% increases. Uh, And uh, and I do believe that we are going to deliver affordable uh, 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 insurance for British Columbians with the reforms that we're putting forward and that the rate increases uh, because of the reforms we're putting forward will be a fraction of uh, what would have happened if we hadn't acted quickly. All right, last question. Uh, there's obviously a lot of nuances and detail in what you announced yesterday. Uh, just from sort of a, an education perspective, uh, assuming that everything gets cleared through BCUC and all the dominoes fall, they begin to be phased in in 2019. Is there going to be some kind of, of massive sort of public education program just to start filling in the blanks here? Because in the 24 hours since you made the announcement, I'm seeing tons of people putting this little thing out and that little thing out and how does this work and how does that work? And it seems like there's a lot of, lot of unanswered questions out there? Yeah, there's going to be, uh, without question, uh, some concern among drivers about how this will affect them personally uh, based on their own driving records. Uh, And their insurance brokers are the ones who are going to be able to walk them through this. We've been working very closely with the insurance brokers in British Columbia so that they're able to educate their clients about uh, about how these reforms are going to uh, change and impact uh, their insurance premiums and the decisions that drivers are going to have to make when insuring their vehicles. And, uh, and certainly those are the folks who are going to be able to provide the best information. I can also say that uh, it's critically important uh, in terms of sustainability of insurance in our province. And it doesn't matter whether we have a public or a private insurer, that uh, it's critically important that insurance rates be closer tied uh, to the risk that drivers actually present on our roads based on their driving habits uh, and their experience. So uh, that's what we're doing. And, and that was uh, what yesterday's announcement was about.